in a wonderful comment on Italo Svevo's novel, Zeno's Conscience, Alenka Zupancic deploys a systematic matrix of the relations between repetition and ending. The basic version is the false reference to the freedom of choice where, if we take the case of smoking, my awareness that I can stop smoking any time I want guarantees that I will never actually do it. The possibility of stopping smoking is what blocks the actual change. It allows me to accept our continuous smoking without bad conscience, so that the end of smoking is constantly present as the very source of its continuation. As the very source of its continuation. As Zupancic perspicaciously notes, we should just imagine a situation in which the subject is under the sway of the following order. You can smoke or not, but once you start to smoke you have no choice, you are not allowed to end. Far fewer people would choose to smoke under this condition. When I can no longer tolerate the hypocrisy of this endless excuse, the next step consists in an imminent reversal of this stance. I decide to smoke and I proclaim this to be the lost cigarette in my life. And I proclaim this to be the lost cigarette in my life. So I enjoy smoking it with a special surplus provided by the awareness that this is my lost cigarette. And I do this again and again, endlessly repeating the end. The lost cigarette. The problem with this solution is that it only works, i.e. the surplus enjoyment is only generated if each time that I proclaim this to be my lost cigarette, I sincerely believe it is my lost cigarette. And so the strategy also breaks down. Bevo's novel, the next step is that the subject's analyst, who, till now, has tried to convince Zeno that smoking is dangerous for his physical and mental health, changes his strategy and claims that Zeno should smoke as much as he wants, since health is not really a problem. The only pathological feature is Zeno's obsession with smoking, his passion to stop. So what should be brought to an end is not smoking, but the very attempt to smoke. Predictably, for anyone with analytic experience, the effect of this change is catastrophic. Instead of finally feeling relieved and able to smoke, or not, without guilt, Zeno is totally perturbed and desperate. He smokes like crazy and nonetheless feels totally guilty, without getting any narcissistic satisfaction from this guilt. 
In despair, he breaks down. Whatever he does turns out to be wrong. Neither prohibitions nor permissiveness work. There is no way out. No pleasurable compromise. And since smoking has been the focus of his life, even smoking loses its sense. There is no point in it. So, in total despair, not as a great decision, he stops smoking. The way out thus emerges unexpectedly when Zeno accepts the total hopelessness of his predicament. It is only when we despair and don't know anymore what to do that change can be enacted. We have to go through this zero point of hopelessness. The true courage is not to imagine an alternative, but to accept the consequences of the fact that there is no clearly discernible alternative. The dream of an alternative is a sign of theoretical cowardice, functioning as a fetish that prevents us from thinking through to the end the deadlock of our predicament. In short, the true courage is to admit that the light at the end of the tunnel is probably the headlight of another train approaching us from the opposite direction.